we're talking about the five things that make the INFJ miserable. Number one, being misunderstood. There's nothing that hurts us more than being in a position where we do absolutely everything for the other person to have a glimpse of who we are because we want that connection. And all we get back is, I don't understand you, I don't wanna be around you, and whatever you're thinking is not in alignment with who I want to be. It's not just that. It's like so much bigger than just saying, no, I'm not interested. So often for us, this is a soul crushing experience because you're trying your best. You're making yourself so open. You're adapting to the other person. You want to connect with them. You feel like you understand them so well and they're not able or want to grasp what you are about. This is very crushing for the INFJ. But you will see after I've talked also about the other point that there's a great way to take all of them and change the narrative around it so you never feel misunderstood again. Number two, being made the bad guy. So it's one thing to be misunderstood because other people don't get your ideas or don't get how you think or how you see the world. It's a different story if you've just acted like a normal human being and the response is oh you're hurting me you're abusing me you're cold you don't care about others this is something that hurts the infj so much i have experienced this so often and i've talked to so many of you who've experienced the exact same thing because it's like a slap in the face you're trying your best all the time we're adapting to other people we're looking what they're about how we can nurture them how we can make them feel seen and then from time to time we bring out who we are from a perspective of, I don't care how other people are acting. We actually become human. And when you do that, yes, at some point, you'll do something that is not in alignment with what the other person wants to do. Maybe you're saying something, not thinking that your friend is going to hear it and then they hear it. Or you act from a position of, I wanna protect myself in that moment because you've gotten in a heated argument and you say something or you do something and the other person sees actually what you're capable of. Those are very shocking moments for the INFJ because then your biggest fears are coming true. Other people are saying that you're not a good person. That is how it feels at that moment. And there is nothing that crushes your soul more because we all want to be accepted. We all want to be part of a social group. Like, you know, you might say, okay, but I'm an INFJ. I'm a Sigma. I don't care about these things. Yes, that might be. And I can definitely tell you I'm very, very independent and I don't need social inclusion. Maybe how other people needed but we are after all human and if you're human then you need social acceptance it's one of our psychological needs even if it's not about the person that is in front of you it is some kind of story that always plays in the back of our mind it's so ingrained in us that so many of us actually choose to be a hermit not to allow people in our life because of the fear of the constant rejection that if we try to be in any kind of way accepted in a group people will reject us and it hurts us so much that we actually stay low. This is something so many INFJs have experienced and once you're in that position, it's really hard to get out of it. Number three, strict rules and authority. We as INFJs do not fit into any kind of box. We love to live outside the box. That's who we are. And every single time you're in a position where you have to restrict yourself, where you have to play by other people's rules, it's like part of your soul is being crushed. Our way of interacting with the world is the fact that we can spontaneously make something happen. We get into a situation, we see what's going on, and then we make sense out of it. We react 
react, we answer, we live something out. That is one of our gifts. It's our way of bringing out our creativity. And if you're in a position where there is no room for that expression, and on top of that, that expression is actually even punished, it crushes our soul. Like, as I said, like those things really make us miserable. And we have to be aware of them because once you're aware, you can change so much about it. But if we go into a situation and there are so many strict rules and then we say, I don't know what's wrong with me, why I'm so miserable here, you're not doing yourselves any favors. But if you understand that this is what's going on, that you need an outlet, even if it's not your work way, you can live all of that out, you'll always feel like something is missing in your life. A great way to get out of that scenario is to understand that it doesn't have to happen all at once. If your work is really restrictive and you're not in a position where you dare or have the strength or whatever it is to make a jump into some kind of position where you have more freedom, then add something to your life where you can color outside of the lines, where you can go outside of the box, where you don't have to play by the rules, break the rules in some kind of way. We're not talking about breaking the law or anything like this, but there's so many unspoken rules that we live by that don't have to happen like they do. And we're not aware of it until the point we're actually about to cross them. It felt like such a weird thing for me to quit my job and have like this business and have this life and it's all interconnected. And it felt like it would be just a different kind of world. It would be different than anything anybody does around me. And now that I've been doing it for a couple of years, it's like the most normal thing to me. I don't see myself as anything different than my friends who are going to a job. I don't see the difference. It doesn't feel like it. It just felt different the moment I was about to step out of it. The moment I was about to go out of that box. And it all started when I was willing to add this channel to my life, to do something that is not in alignment with what everybody else is doing. And it's not just like a channel about things that are being accepted. This is not like an entertainment thing. This is psychology on a different level. And once I committed to this, it's like I made it open to the public for them to see that I am different, that I care about things that not everybody cares about. Now, it's totally normal to me. I don't even think that I'm doing anything that's weird, but I remember very well how weird it felt at that moment. So we have to understand this dynamic between us as INFJs and strict rules and authority in order to find a way out of it. Number four, there is no room to grow. So you might be in an environment where you have the allowance to adapt yourself. You are able to actually draw aside the lines. You can do whatever you want, but still the circumstance doesn't allow you to grow. You've actually done everything to optimize the situation. There just isn't any more room to grow and you feel like you're just walking through life on like autopilot. Things are not happening. I know that this is something that drives us INFJs crazy, but very often we don't know why. We don't know why this is a problem, but I can guarantee you, you'll never find an INFJ who's in that position who feels like there is no room to grow in my life, not just at work, not in my private life, not in my vocation. There is no room to grow the way everything is set up and that would say that that person is fulfilled and happy. It's something that leads us into obsessive relationships because they might add some intensity to our life, some excitement, they make us feel alive because everything else is stagnating and everything that's stagnating is actually already on a decline. We have to know that we as INFJs have to consistently put ourselves in situations that allow us to grow in any kind of capacity in our life. If it's in our private life, in our career, in the way we express ourselves or our vocation, but we need that room 
to grow. Number five, constant social interactions. This is something so many INFJs struggle from when it comes to having a family that is full of extroverts or being in situations at work where everybody around you is constantly talking, constantly adding some kind of energy towards you and you don't want to handle it because every single time you confront it with this energy and you don't have time to process it and bring out your own energy, you don't have any room to think. It's like life is happening outside of you. That's why so many INFJs say, I'm an observer. I really take a step back. I see what's going on. I become the sidekick. Of course you do, because there is no room for you to take charge of your life. And if your entire life is filled like this, so you have a coworker who's all about, you know, I'm taking on everything. Help me make this happen. Your partner is like this. Your family is like this. Everything around you is like this. Of course, it's going to make you miserable because there's no time. There is no free energy that you can create. Your entire energetic space around you is filled up by other people. And believe it or not, this can be one of the biggest downfalls for us INFJs and we have to become aware of it. So let me repeat the five steps before I tell you how you can manage all of this, how you can actually wipe all of those five things out of your life and change everything for the better. So number one, being misunderstood. Number two, being made the bad guy. Number three, strict rules and authority. Number four, no room for growth. And number five, constant social interactions. What we need in order to make all of this go away is to understand that these things are in our life. They're here to stay unless we're actively taking steps away from that. So make sure that you have room in your life to grow. Change positions. Don't work with somebody who takes up all your energy. Add people to your life who allow you to grow a little bit more. Interact with introverts who are so invested in their own thing so you have time to go about your own thing. Make room for you so you don't have to play by rules where there isn't authority. Allow this thing to become bigger and bigger in your life and then you fill yourself up. You fill yourself up with your vocation. You fill yourself up with a job that is more in alignment with who you want to be. You fill yourself up with how you see the world. Add this to your environment, to everything going on. And you'll see that then you're not going to care if other people think that you're a bad guy because you've already proven to yourself that you're the good guy, that you've done the things that are good for society or for the world around you. You've added your gifts to it. You're not just thinking from a perspective of how how can I protect myself? But you're thinking from a perspective I give to myself so I can then give on a bigger scale and then nobody can make me feel bad because of course I'm allowed to make mistakes. I forgive myself. I'm not constantly trying to prove myself to other people because once I start filling my space up, I'm not even aware of how other people perceive me, at least not to the extent as we normally are. And with that, we also not gonna care if other people misunderstand us because we're so in tune with making our life happen that whoever understands us comes closer to us and whoever doesn't goes their own way. It's none of our business. We just don't care anymore. If you wanna watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video, How the INFJ Finally Gets Unstuck.